Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Script Show, where we talk about your favorite movies, what was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on these things. We don't just talk about the problems, we give solutions to the problems. And that's so topical right now, because we're talking about high school and solutions to, I'm like, sorry, math problems. We need to, Taylor, we need to start over. We need to do all of this in song. <laughs> oh, God, no. Welcome to the Dr. Script Show. We're talking about your favorite movies, what was good and what was bad, and how we can improve them. Don't just talk about the solutions given problems like your math t- tests. Perfect. Oh, that was great. That was good until the end. I actually was like, man, I'm just so good at freestyling. What can you I say? Freestyle, I should join the Glee Club. <laughs> uh, I am here with my, you know, desk partner um, right next desk. to me, cheating that's, me. That's right. We always work side by side at these desks compartmentally while we do our, our business work. He's cheating off me on my math test. I don't know why. I don't get them right. It's Dr. Sam. Oh, hello. It's good to be back in school. Oh, man. Oh, man. Taylor, what was your high school life like? Oh, it was good. I uh, went to a nice little Catholic high school. Um, shout out to the Lancers. They were a good little crew. You never burst out into song at any point just to express how you were feeling? Oh, I did. That's oh, did. why I had cool. went to multiple high schools. I was trying to find the one that actually did that. <laughs> There's so few musical-based high schools yeah. in the country. It's great. Uh, you know, my school never burst out into song randomly. Actually, that's not true. Yeah? Uh, I, I, was in, uh, I was in a high school chorus for a little bit. And my chorus teacher was so excited when we learned, like, acapella songs Mm -hmm. that she would just take us to different parts of campus (laughs) and just have us sing, like... Like, like Glee. Like, just go somewhere just be like, hey, we gotta open up and sing ourselves, like, tell our story through song. And that was a real thing that happened. And it's one of those things where I was like, I wasn't cool in high school, <laughs> but... I definitely lost all opportunity to be so, to do that when uh, when I had to go and tell people blessing the rains down in Africa. Oh my God! I feel like that would make you cool in high school right now. Uh, right now, maybe because Weezer made it cool again. If you do that in a couple of Fortnite dances, I think you're like <laughs> prom king at that point. Uh, we we hadn't gotten to the point where a lot of nerdier things had been cool yet. We were like on the rise, uh, okay. not quite there. We had Africa. We had like a One Republic song. Oh jeez. We had, like, Latin chants. Uh, yeah. But we're not here to talk about my high school trauma. No. We're here to talk about my high school musical. Yes. What's, what's your experience? What's your life been like with high school musical? Um, this was the first time I actually sat down and watched high school musical. I've seen a <laughs> bunch of random clips, and I've seen two and three, but I never saw the OG. It's so... That's just so funny to me that you didn't see the original. You can tell this one was my idea. I wanted to do High School Musical. So I'm excited we get to do this. Uh, I love High School Musical. It's great. Uh, I remember the premiere of it. I was, it was when I was in like, whatever, between third and fifth grade. Mm -hmm. It was actually when I had come home from musical rehearsal. Nice. I was staying over at a friend's house and we knew that this movie High School Musical was coming out. And so it was on Disney Channel. We're like, oh, we're going to stay up and watch it. It's going to be so cool. We watched the, the new Sweet Life of Zack and Cody episode that came Ooh, out before then. Nice. Uh, with Ashley Tisdale. Yep, yep, with Ashley Tisdale. And then High School Musical happened, and me and my friend were like, this is incredible, as much as two bros can be. <laughs> <laughs> we, we loved High School Musical. It was great, and we watched it a lot. Uh, and then when I went to school and learned... 
wait a minute. Other people don't like this. <laughs> Had to keep this a little secret. And as the years have gone on, I've uh, accepted High School Musical for what it is. Yeah, I can definitely tell. Fun fact, we are in Sam's room recording right now, and he has a High School Musical poster well, put up. But yeah, okay, you can explain it's, this. It's, it's not a real <laughs> High School Musical poster. A separate thing unrelated to me is I was in a well related to me somewhat I was in I was in a theater group in college and for my junior year people were deciding what we should do for our like you know junior year musical and someone recommended High School Musical but like not doing a straight version of it doing like the most parody like non-Disney friendly version of it Mm -hmm. Uh, and for the purposes of reality we did the exact version of it we did it word for word perfectly what it was for the unofficial version we did whatever we wanted (laughs) Uh, and it was great we had a great time doing just fake high school musical uh, just really lampooning it but also honoring the source material because high school musical is such a big part of like a lot of kids growing up yeah, no, it definitely is like a very was a a huge thing for the early or not early mid two thousands I would say. Which when you go back and watch the movie, it's a little surprising how big it was. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's not like this revolutionary thing. No. It's just a Disney Channel movie with songs. Yeah. No. When I was at the end of it of watching this movie, it was weird to see like the Disney Channel logo pop up at the end. I'm like, oh, there's a. Disney Channel original series or original movie. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I never was a singer or anything in uh, you know college or you know high school. In middle school, I accidentally got placed into the uh, the Glee class, Wait, whatever. Really? Yeah. How did you accidentally get placed? In I don't know. I have no idea how that happened. I was supposed to be like a trumpet guy, and I was like, well, I think it was called like chorus or something. And I was like, what the hell is chorus? And I go to, and it's like literally like your classic Glee woman being like, all right, let's warm up your vocals. Like, ah, 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 Like show choir, like actually like in middle school? It, I, I don't know if it's, yes, I guess, because they did perform. Um, and I remember it was like, how the fuck did I get into this? Like, mom. And then I got out after a week of being in there. Oh, but, damn. I was hoping that oh, you no. this adventure that I never heard about that you were just like saying for a whole year. Oh, no, no, no. That, I, uh, I think the woman also f- quickly figured out I shouldn't be singing. <laughs> I don't know why. You guys just listen to me sing for this opening. I'm definitely like talented. And, you know, I give Beyonce lessons. Yeah. It, it, she comes over every so often and is like. I'm not going to do a Beyonce impression. I'm not going to try. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, Shall we, let's dive into high school music. Yep. Uh, let's let's summarize this bad boy. We open at a ski lodge, and it's New Year's Eve, and all these kids are partying and having a great time, except for a couple. There's this nerdy girl sitting in the lounge reading her book, and her mom comes up and is like, Gabriella, what are you doing? You need to go talk to people and she's like mom just let me finish this one chapter and then she takes her book from her and it's like go be a teenager go get drunk and have unprotected sex <laughs> quote for quote for quote, quote there quote for quote from <laughs> from the movie and then she's like fine i'll go but can i have my book back and she hands her the book and then we cut to the gymnasium at the at the uh at the hotel and this woman walks in and there's this a good-looking dude and his dad, and they're playing basketball. And she's like, boys, are we going to be playing basketball all trip? And they look at each other like, basketball. (laughs) 
Uh, so basically, mom forces him to go to the party too. Which says, "Go to the kids' party." It's like kids' parties, like it's called uh, the Freestyle Club, right? Isn't that? It? I don't. I, I actually don't remember. What I it's think I, I wrote that down. Like it's called the go go to the Freestyle Club, and it, even Zach Afron's like, "That's so dorky, mom. I'm that's cooler than that." <laughs> yeah, that's so not wizard. Uh, so yeah, so this guy Troy and this girl Gabriella uh, reluctantly go to this party, and they're there for all of five seconds before the guy running the karaoke machine is like, "All right, who's up next?" And two spotlights hit them. And they're like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. And Gabriella's like, no, my book. <laughs> and so they get up uh, to do, well, Gabriella gets forced to go up, like peer pressure up the wazoo. And so does Troy. And they all go up to there. And the guy who got them together is like, hey, maybe someday you'll thank me for this. What? That's, <laughs> that is a quote. Yes, that's an act, that is an actual quote from it, and that's so fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, so they so the music starts playing, and both of them look like they don't want to be there, but then Troy is like, okay, fine, I'll go for it. And he starts singing, and he's like, living in my own world. Uh, I think that's the start of that one. I, you go ahead, it's I don't know. the start of something new, is the, the song, oh, okay. I remember. Uh, and he sings, but he thinks that Gabrielle is not going to sing, so he turns around and walks away. But then he hears this beautiful angelic voice, and they start singing together and having a great time. And then the crowd gets on their side, and they're get- getting cheered on. And they uh, they end up finishing the song. Everyone's clapping they're like woo, and they go down. They go outside and they talk for a little bit. And he's like, "I can't believe you sing like that." And he, she's like, I, "I'm only in church choir. I don't I don't do a lot. I'm just scared." It's, too many people, I can't focus on them. And he's like, yeah, no, me too, man. And so then they end up exchanging numbers on their flip phones. Uh, again, I love it when things are dated <laughs> just 10 years, or like 12 years later. Oh my god. Well, they also take pictures of each other, like quick, like a little awkward, like, huh. Yeah. Huh. It's like, like in the way that like was done in like 2006, where you flip the phone around and you don't take a selfie. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's great. And so then Troy uh, is starting to talk and like text, and Gabriella walks off and he's like, "Hey, just so you know, this was like the best time I've had on this trip." And he turns and she's like, "Oh, she left." She's gone. And, and he's like really bummed. Yeah. And then it's a couple weeks later, and they. Go, and we cut to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Which, what? This takes place in Albuquerque? Yeah. I did not know that. I was like, what? How has this not been memed up the wazoo with Breaking Bad? <laughs> oh, it, it has. I'm, I'm waiting for the... for some, I, I have not seen like a good crossover where it's just like in the background of like a shot, they find a way to like put Walter and Jesse there. <laughs> or, like in the background of Breaking Bad, people are just dancing. Well, I'm just saying, like, this is a really spiffy high school. Like oh, it's, I, a good, it's a good looking high school. It's like wow, this is probably better than some colleges. Yeah. So I'm thinking Walter probably donated a couple money and stuff. That could be where he uh, he teaches his chemistry. Or this could be all just a backstory for Jesse. True. Maybe well, Troy is really Jesse oh in the God. future. And that's just what happened. He didn't he didn't get a career in basketball or singing. Yeah. And he had to turn to meth. Exactly. God. What a tragic story a this tragic is. Story, but yeah. So we end up at East High, East where High. Troy is captain of the basketball team and the coolest guy around. And he steps off, and there's always a pep rally going on <laughs> at this school because everybody loves their sports. And they, him and his team, which includes this guy. Uh, oh my God, what's Corbin Blue's character's name? 
Uh, it's Troy and Chad. That's it. Chad His name's Danforth. Chad. Oh my god. Yes, you guys Troy and Chad. They come in with their crew, and then Sharpay, the drama queen, just passes through them, and he's like, "Oh my god, you know what Sharpay was doing all all winter, buying more mirrors." Oh, oh snap. I guess that's a Disney Channel burn. Oh, yeah. They dude. walk past, and then uh, the leader of the smart girls, Taylor McKessie, is like, ugh, look at how gross those jocks are. I'm never going to fall in love with Corbin Blue. God, of course. Who would? And they go there, and then we realize that Gabriella is now going to East High. What? It's crazy. She's the new girl, and no one knows who she is, and she's like, I don't want to be the weird smart girl. Because apparently being smart is grounds for being, like, weird. Yeah, no, I love how that was a big secret. It's like, no, don't tell people I'm smart. It needs to be hidden. But also, don't worry, Gabriella. You're hot. You'll be. You'll do fine. <laughs> you will not be considered weird. Uh, but, yeah, so basically, she ends up in the same homeroom as Troy and Sharpay and Chad and all the characters we've met so far. Yep. Uh, because they all have to be in the same room together. And that's where we're introduced to the quirky drama teacher... Uh, God, fuck, what's her name? Uh, you can just call her a theater teacher. <laughs> no, but I've, I've, okay, I've, okay. I've been inundated with these characters for so long. Oh, Miss Darvis. Miss Darvis. That's right. We meet Miss Darvis, their homeroom teacher, and also the drama teacher, and she's like, the spring musical auditions are coming up later today, and, you know, all that stuff. But then Troy sees that Gabrielle is in the back of the class, so he sends her a text, but uh-oh, her phone goes off. Oh, snap. Everybody checks their phones, and they all get detention. Rats. All all six main characters yeah. get detention. Oh, man. Yeah, so okay. they all get detention, and uh, Corbin Blue and Zach Efron are like, but what? We got basketball to play. And she's like, I don't care about throwing baskets for touchdowns. <laughs> oh, classic stuff. Oh, she's man. She's the straight-laced drama teacher. Uh, and basically, yeah, then... After class, Troy and Gabriella see each other, and they're like, I can't believe it. You're here? Me either. They finish each other's sentences, even though they're not sentences worth finishing. Yep. Uh, and they just talk to each other, and they you know, bond a little bit, and she's like, so uh, it was great singing with you. And Troy's like, don't talk about singing. It's like I'm a curse word. Guy. Yeah, and she's like, why are we whispering? <laughs> but basically then they walk past the musical audition sign-up sheet, uh, and Sharpay shows up and is like, "Oh, are you guys gonna sign up for the for the for the musical?" And they're like, "Oh no, we won't do that." And she signs up. Uh, her brother, uh, uh, the other one, Sharpay Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Yep. Uh, Sharpay and Ryan sign up uh, for the thing, which is weird because you're supposed to audition as pairs for the leads. And I assume it's a romantic lead, mm. and their brother and sister. Uh, you know what? I feel like I've seen this memed a lot. You know, <laughs> maybe this is just the backstory to Cersei and uh, Jamie's story. It's you pretty, know, pretty clear. So we've got a Game of Thrones <laughs> and a, a Breaking Bad crossover going on. Here. Yes. Oh God, how is this not the best movie ever? Sit down, Citizen Kane. Don't worry. So basically, they uh, they don't sign up for their things, but Troy really wants to because he's this part of him's been unlocked. And he does the famous sketch ahead in the game basketball song. Okay, I, I have to admit this dance sequence is pretty cool. <laughs> it's it's fun. I I wish they were a little bit better dancers because like they could have done so many cool things with like the ball and like so much movement and stuff. Okay, it was still, it was still good. Like definitely innovative and like not something I'd seen before. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I felt like especially considering the ending dance where they do like a lot of work for it. 
it feels like they could have done you know a lot faster movements and like really really played with the, the basketball element of it more but it's really cool yeah. I'm just finding fault with it because I've also seen the movie too many times not to find fault <laughs> with certain things okay yeah I keep going uh, but yeah so basically that's what happens Troy's like I want to sing but I also want to play basketball uh, then Sharpay finds out that Gabrielle is really smart uh, and, and uses it for blackmail. Which is a weird blackmail. Yeah. Uh, she prints it's out... It's not like, very smart of her. <laughs> she prints out, like, this thing of, like, Gabriella winning, like, some academic competition, shoves it in Taylor McKessie's locker, and Taylor's like, oh, we would love to have you on the academic decathlon. And she's like, I didn't put this in your locker. She's like... And Taylor's like, oh, I don't care. Uh, here you go. Join yeah, our team. Pretty much. And... This is all happening during... Oh, this uh, during detention. Yeah. Where Miss Darvis is forcing them to paint sets for the, the spring musicale. The musicale. Which they've also gotten a lot of work done for one day. Yeah, I was like, There's wow. like a whole tree and like a giant moon that's all ready. Uh, but uh-oh, Troy's dad slash basketball coach shows up and is like, Darvis, where are, my, where are my players? And he grabs the two of them and is like, get to the gym. And the the coach and the drama teacher have an, a fight in the principal's office and that's where we find out that no one cares about the drama club and everyone cares about sports 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 I think after then that's after practice so they go Troy tries to sneak out like not be seen by his friends and he goes to the, the auditions just to see what's happening uh, the auditions are happening and everyone's auditioning so poorly which mm-hmm. That's where I was in the play. I was one of the people who auditioned poorly. I was the guy who could who sang very quietly. Okay. Uh, and it was just weird, but I did many different things every night. It was one night where I swallowed hand sanitizer. Oh, why? Uh, just because I needed something quirky to do. Um, you know. Cool. Hey, Taylor, you, you, you came to see me. What, what, <laughs> do you remember what I did? I did different things every single night, so I don't, I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't remember you uh, doing that. <laughs> I thought I didn't realize you were talking about in the play. No, I thought you were talking play. about in high school. No, 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 I thought you were like, school, yeah, no. I need to do something quirky no, for it to no, get in, into character no, of in my play, high school. The, it, when I was playing the character in, in the musical. Okay. I just okay. There okay. Time, and then one time I wore Heelys on my hands and was just like, ooh, ooh, dude, that's a bazillion dollar idea right there. Yeah. And then there was times where I just scream sang and curled up on the floor. <laughs> I uh, during the movie I love how at the end when everyone's done singing Ryan's like it's okay Greek or uh, this spring musicale also needs fans not just actors it's like yes. hey, <laughs> that's good job yeah so Sharpay and Ryan do a great audition song and Miss Darbus is like all right that's it for auditions everything's over and everybody clears out of the theater but then uh oh the quirky pianist girl trips and falls and. Sp- her, all her papers fall on the ground and Troy and, and Gabriella help her up and they're like hey did you write that song that, that Sharpay and Evan not Evan Sharpay and, and Ryan. Uh, Ryan just sang uh, that was really good did you write the whole musical and she's like yeah I did can I play a song for you and then they play a song and they sing uh, and then Miss Darbus he- overhears them and they sing really good and Miss Darbus is like you two show up for callbacks next week yep Yep. And, and uh, so now, and now that's their that's their thing, and they sh- they uh, the callback sheet goes up, and everyone in the school knows that Troy and Gabriella sing now, and all the basketball 
all the basketball bros are like, whoa, what? What is this? Is this a joke? Are we about to get punked? Is this. Ashton here? <laughs> uh, and Ryan then, and Sharpay say that. Yeah. But yes, they're pretty amped to that, the possibility of that. But yeah, the uh, yeah, basically all the basketball dudes are like, you can't be Mr. Mr. Singing, bro. You're Mr. Basketball, bro. You can't, you can't do everything. And then we get into the cafeteria where it's my personal favorite song of all. I, I like this a lot, too. This was so uh, fun. A song called Stick to the Status Quo where after Troy and Gabriella have told people that you can be whatever you want to be, you can do many different things. You can be smart and sing, or you can play basketball and sing. One of Troy's basketball bros is like, I like to play basketball, and I bait. <laughs> and then one of the smart girls is like, I like to do homework, and I like to hip-hop dance. And they're like, no, you can't do that. That's so weird. A skater bro's like, yeah, I like skating, but I also like playing the violin. Whoa, are you playing a song? It's like, no, it's a cello, bro. <laughs> uh, and they sing the song about you got to stick to what you know and doing all the things. It's a pretty fun song and dance, and it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's so funny. It's Ooh. just, it's all the, and it's all these mundane things, too, where, like, if these people really are your friends, they're not going to care if you, like, do other things on the side. <laughs> it's like if you abandon your friends to do other things, where it's like, wait, 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 you... Like, I went to a pretty judgy high school, but, mm-hmm. like, even people in my high school were like, yeah, you can do more than one thing. <laughs> I I love in this, at the end of this song, though, like, uh, Gabriella and Taylor Cohen yeah. come in, and they're, like, reacting to the musical, and they're like, this is so weird. Yeah, like, what? the musical number happening, and they're like, why is everyone staring at me? Yeah. It's like, well, first of all, they're singing and dancing, and second of all, because you're singing, even though they're all singing. It's so weird, though, because I've never seen in a stage musical or play of, like, people reacting to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, usually that's just like, oh, yeah, this is happening. What are you going to do with it? But, like, they're like, this is weird. What's yeah. going on? Like, That's also an idea I've always wanted to do is just make a musical where there's, like, a character or two that recognizes that it's really weird <laughs> that people are just singing and dancing. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. But yeah, basically they come in and then uh, they accidentally bump into Sharpay and she ruins Sharpay's outfit. It's like, oh no, God, you ruin everything. Uh, and everyone, the whole school is all mixed up. They don't know if they're, they should sing or if they should do stick to what they know. Uh, yeah. They're having the whole school crisis of what to do and they just don't know. But basically Troy runs away and Gabriella goes to find him, and Troy's up in this, uh, up in the secret gardens that, you know, how every high school has a secret garden? Yeah, duh. Of course. He's up there, and she finds him, and she's like, so I guess I found your secret hideout. And they have, for a Disney Channel movie, a pretty decent and open talk about what it is to have expectations, and to be a child, and, the, and to be a kid in this era, but they also deliver it with the acting intensity of the Disney Channel movie and with the specific dialogue of a Disney Junior <laughs> TV show. Uh, I liked what they were going for with trying to like talk about it, but also it's just so dumb. It is pretty cheesy. Like, yeah. Yeah, But that's like the, almost the first moment where you see Troy and Gabrielle at least being people with each other uh-huh. rather than like star-crossed lovers who may or may not ever see each other. Like, they've sang together twice and had, like, a short talk, but now this is, like, their actual first conversation, like, where you really get to know them a little bit. And from there, we get a little montage of the two of them practicing uh, to, you know, go to callbacks and to, you know, be be at 
the show. Yeah, it's a quick little montage of just them just being like, soaring, flying, soaring, fun. Soaring, flying. And then uh, Sharpay and Ryan are like, pop, top, pop, pop. Yeah, and they, Sharpay and Ryan hear them, and they're like, we need to put a stop to this. It's not just Ryan and Sharpay that want to stop this. It's also both groups of friends. Oh, snappers. So the basketball dudes and the, and the, brainy, and the brainy people come together and they're like we need to we need to split them up they need to be able to stick to what they know stick to yeah sorry so I don't even know how this happens but basically uh, the basketball guys put a, do like a presentation to Troy and tell him look you need to put your you, know, you need to put your feelings aside and just stick to basketball you're this guy you can't disappoint your dad he was the best wildcat we ever had he was, the, he, was the best, he was the best basketball player there ever was. Yeah, we won in 83 with him. Which is weird, because they actually, just side tangent, the actor who played his dad was only like 36 when he was in this role, and the the when they said he graduated in 81, uh-huh. that would have put him at 43, like, as the character. Okay. So it's just weird that this guy who definitely who looks pretty young, they're like aging up like ten years. I mean, if we're gonna get into the casting of High School Musical well, and yes. how accurate, I mean, the uh, woman who plays Taylor is really like thirty three or something, right? She was old. the The most accurate ones were actually Troy and Gabriella. Everyone else was a lot older. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm not gonna ding this little plot hole of High School Don't Musical worry. for that. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, that was uh, interesting. But yeah, basically, while they're doing that whole speech, then they. They so conspicuously set up this webcam where Troy then goes on this rant where he's like, listen, Gabriella doesn't mean anything to me. You're my boys and I will do anything for you guys. Just like, you know, trying to placate them and just do whatever they want. Right. And, but, uh-oh, on the other side of that webcam, Gabriella hears everything. And she's like, he doesn't love me. And then uh, she's like, fine, I'll join, the, I'll join the academic whatevers. And then she sees that Troy is being embraced by all the sports people and she has a nice little solo and it's just it's boring (laughs) it's just the song where it's like I thought I knew you I thought I loved you I guess I don't anymore I just love how like crystal clear this HD webcam was like wow it was almost like film quality you know (laughs) but yeah so basically that happens and after she sings her song uh, Troy tries to talk to her, but she's like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. And, yep, that's what happens. And from there, Troy gets mad at his friends because he can't, you know, sing with her anymore. And they he doesn't want to play basketball with them anymore. And then uh, Gabrielle is mad at her uh, smart friends where she feels like they manipulated her. Which they did. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's a hardcore <laughs> Everyone in this whole situation is pretty fucked. Yep. So then they do that, uh, and at some point, like, everyone realizes that they, they messed up, and the basketball bros go back up to Troy, and they say, hey, we messed up, we shouldn't have been thinking about just our game, we should have been thinking about your happiness, we were bad teammates, which is a good lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they tell Troy the entire truth. Troy tries to tell Gabriella what he's feeling, but she's like, I don't want to deal with any of this. And then he goes to her house. Yeah, this is... he. We're, we're in some gray area territory. <laughs> where he goes to her house, knocks on the front door, and Gabriella's mom shows up. And is like, hey, Gabriella can't come out now. She's doing homework. So then uh, Troy calls Gabriella and is like, hey, 
I'm sorry about everything, please. I just told them everything they wanted to hear. And she's like, I just don't know if I can sing anymore after everything. It's just, it's just too much emotional stress. And he's like, I want to make it up to you. And she's like, how? And he's like, turn around. <laughs> and he's standing on her second floor balcony. I also just like how he was able to climb up all that and still be on the phone and yeah. not be like, yeah, I got something to, uh, to tell you about. Oh, shit. Ah. He, and like, are you that struggling? While she was talking, he put it on mute and was just like, "Oh Jesus, God, I got five seconds to do this," and just like, you know, parkour it. He's like, uh, yeah. "Didn't break a sweat." So yeah, he creepily's on her balcony. Yeah, he uh, break breaks and enters. You know? He doesn't break and enter. He stands on her balcony. I mean, mm. he's in her backyard, so yeah, isn't that? He's trespassing. Okay, he's trespassing. Sure. But she opens the door for him, and he sings to her, and it's like, it's the start of something new. And she's like, "All right, fine." So everything works out. They start practicing together again. But then Ryan and Sharpay are like, we can't let this happen. So they convince Mrs. Darvis to put the callbacks on the same day as the big game. Oh, no. It's the same day as the academic decathlon. Oh, no. How will everything work out? Oh, God. I don't know, man. Go ahead. Tell me what happens. It's a great scene where they they show up and they see the sign has changed where it's like callbacks are now Friday. And it's like, that's the same time as the game. That's the same time as the academic decathlon. And it's like like both groups that have hated each other this whole time are now sitting together or standing together. And and Troy's just like, no, we can do this, but only if we work together. And it's like, oh, everyone's friends now just just because. Like, there's no trust issues. There's no nothing. It's just like, we got to work together now. Yep. Uh, and then the next day rolls around, <laughs> and uh, the friend who bakes baked the, uh, the Smarties a cool cake, and then the Smarties throw some soft basketballs at the basketball bros, and that's like a fun surprise. And then the basketball bros wear shirts that say "Go Drama Club" on them. It's and, so and weird. They present that, and they present that to Miss Darbus as if it's like a good like present. I don't know. That was so. I okay, yeah. It yeah, was just a weird, weird montage. <laughs> it's, it's a weird assortment of things where it's like, look, they're they're all friends now. They're all doing quirky things for each other. Then the afternoon rolls around and everyone's at their respective things. Troy's at the big game. The Smarties with Gabriella are at the academic decathlon, and uh, Sharpay and Ryan are at the callbacks. And as Sharpay and Ryan are singing their song. Troy's playing the game, and Gabriella's solving an equation, and she does it. She's right. They won the first round. Yes. And then Taylor hacks the school's electrical grid, and like somehow on her computer is able to mess with the uh, with the like the jumbotron and like all the lights in the gym, and basically everything's all messed up. And they're like, all right, we got to suspend the game for a little bit. Everyone go to the auditorium to, to, uh, j- while we wait to make sure everything's okay. So Troy runs to the auditorium, and then Gabriella like, makes like a potion or whatever. Yeah. And it like, is this like, deadly gas. And they're like, oh, no, everyone needs to file out of this classroom. I'm telling you, man, Walter White taught her how to do all this. And then they rush into the auditorium, but it's too late. Uh, Sharpay and Ryan have gone, and Miss Darbus has already called for them, and they've missed their they've missed their mark. Oh no! But then, all of their friends file into the auditorium, and they're like, "Yeah, what's up?" And no one—the only people who know this is happening—are the basketball guys and the smart people, not the other people who are from the auditorium. Right. But they all come in cheering and like, "Yeah, let's have a good time." 
And Miss Darvis is like, oh, this is most unorthodox. Ooh. And Miss Darvis never changes her mind, but somehow just leaves the stage and is just like, okay, sing now. Uh, and Troy and Gabriella are about to sing, but Gabrielle is too nervous. Uh-oh. And Troy grabs her by the hand and is like, hey, what's wrong? She's like, this is too many people. He's like, no, it's just like New Year's. Remember me? Which is another thing that's weird, because he keeps waiting for her to start singing, and she doesn't. Uh Uh-huh. And then the song starts over, and then he sings first. Uh So why was he waiting for her to sing in the first place? Maybe he got nervous, man. You don't know. Who knows? But then they sing, and they're great at singing, and then his dad walks in and is like, oh my god, he likes to sing. It's like, guess what? You should play basketball and sing. Hooray. Good job. Oh, What a lesson. Uh, just only do it because you're good at it. If you sucked, I would tell you to stop. <laughs> I mean, actually, that is sort of the lesson in a way. A little. We'll, I'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Okay. But basically, they stop. They finish the audition, and then they go back to their respective things. And Troy makes the game-winning shot. Yes. And so in one day, they got the parts. They won the basketball game. Won the academic decathlon. What a day. Good for them. They're cr- it's high school, man. What can you say? And then they meet up and they're like, did you win? Yeah. Did you win? Yeah. Wow. And they almost kiss. And then <laughs> Chad's like, here's the game ball. It's like, thanks. I'm going to kiss a girl now. <laughs> Chad walks over and grabs Taylor's like, hey, we're going to go out. She's like, okay. And then she goes over and interrupts and she's like, oh my God, Chad just asked me out. And Gabrielle's like, great. We were about to kiss. Uh... <laughs> And then uh, Sharpay walks up to Gabrielle and is like, hey, break a leg. And she's like, oh, no. It's like, that's a theater term for good luck. And she's like, great. Troy and I were about to kiss. <laughs> and then they don't kiss and they jump into a song called We're All in This Together, mm-hmm. which is the big anthem for the show. And it's like, it's nice. It's so good. It's a nice I, way to wrap it up. I did like that a lot. And I, I remember some of the dances that yeah. they do and everything. I was like, oh, I remember being in middle school and seeing people doing those dance moves. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you, we were so cool back then. <laughs> I remember we? being 22 and doing the dance moves. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, must kill at the clubs, man. Oh, it does. And that's High School Musical. <laughs> Woo! What a musical bunch it was. What a musical experience. Ugh. So, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on the movie itself, having watched it now for the first time? Uh, I can say one thing that I am a one positive thing about it is that it employed a lot of dancers. Yeah, good for them. Employ, you know, dancers have a hard time getting jobs, so I'm glad they got something here. Yeah, as someone who's definitely friends with a lot of dancers, it's. There's not a lot of opportunities beyond, like, Broadway and ballet. Yep. Um, I definitely... It, it, this is so cheesy, man. Oh, oh my so God. Cheesy. It's so cheesy cringe. Yes. Like, this was... So, I, like, I texted you during this being like, yes. I'm 10 minutes in and I'm already cringing on how bad a lot of this stuff is. That's when I said it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just is. It's, it's this weird thing where it's absolute cheese and absolute, like, just... almost like the lowest common denominator of like pandering to people Mm -hmm. but at the same time it works just because of the the musical existence it's in it's just it very broadly and in like a big spotlight just tells you exactly what to feel what the characters are feeling and it does it in a mostly tongue-in-cheek way i feel like the movie knew what it was most of the time oh absolutely i mean in certain parts, I was like, parts. they knew what they were doing. But other parts, I was like, wow, you were really falling flat on this. Yeah. I mean, I do think the most appropriate thing to compare it to is like our generations of like our generation's version of Greece, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, it's musical and it's like 
uh, it's uh, crazy. But I mean, Greece is. Have you mentioned on this podcast how much I hate Greece? No, go oh quickly. God, do I, your little rant on why you hate Greece. Oh my God, I hate Greece. It's so bad. Like the the music's great. Uh-huh. The music is so much fun. The story makes no sense. The characters have no arc. Whenever there's a, and it's the worst lesson at the very end of the movie, where it's you need to change for who you love if you love that person, but the wrong person changes. It's supposed to be Danny Zuko, who's like this greaser who like gives no shits about anybody, and he needs to learn how to care about his girlfriend. Uh-huh. And that's the lesson you think you're about to learn. But instead, his girlfriend, who's so nice and does everything for him, gets a makeover and becomes a greaser girl where she's like, fuck everything. I hate it all. And she changes for him. Okay, yeah, that's that's accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> and then the my least favorite part is that the this, the B story is this girl Rizzo who's like friends with Danny who like they used to date, uh, gets pregnant from this guy named Kaniki, and they, she's like learning to deal with it. And she's like, okay, I've made my mistakes in high school. Everything's okay. And then at the very end, Kaniki walks up and he's like, hey, what's going on? She just yells from the top of the Ferris wheel, I'm not pregnant. It's like, what do you mean? Oh, I got my period. It's like. So the whole story just falls apart because she was just wrong about being pregnant. Oh, God, I hate Greece so much. <laughs> okay, well, I definitely think Greece is a little dark. Uh, a, not, I don't want to say darker, but like a downbeat version of High School Musical. No, it employs the similar things where it's like you can't be, the, you can't be two people. Like You have to be either your greaser self or your kind self. And even when you try to go out with somebody, like you're gonna, you're always gonna get in the way. But you need to, you know, accept people for who they are, in general. Yeah, no, that. And they're also both musicals that like people, the young people from that generation loved. Yeah, no, I I do think it's a fair comparison. I don't have the hatred to Greece that you have. Oh, I, I probably need to rewatch that. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was still, you know, it, it's harmless. It's not. It was cringe. It was cringe. That's basically... If, yeah. if I had to describe this, it would be cringe and unintentionally funny at times. Yes. So, uh, in that same vein, shall we dissect this cringy beast? Yeah, let's, let's get down. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's do this all together. We're all in this together on this hey. one. Hey. Uh, the weird thing that I will say is that I don't know if I would change too much of the structure. Okay. Because, like... Truth be told, it's a pretty well-structured movie. Like, all told, you you have this... The very beginning, you get the two main characters, and you know exactly who they are right off the bat. You know, the basketball guy, the smart girl. They're stereotypes. Yeah. And then within three minutes, they're singing together, and you've kind of got this relationship developing. But then a few minutes later, you get the high school, and you learn all about that world. Mm-hmm. And you know exactly what it is. And then, you know, you get them being like, oh, no, worlds collide. What's going to happen? And they, the inciting incident happens, and then they learn more about themselves throughout this journey. Then they hit their dark moment, and then everything comes up together for them. I think it's well-structured. Yeah, I uh, agree. Uh, they just need to not sound so awkward. <laughs> okay, yeah. They need to have, like, real conversations. And I think the—especially— it's typically what I say is you need to develop the relationships more. Uh-huh. Where I think that first song where it's the start of something new— uh, instead of just sticking with them singing on stage, I think they should have been. It should have been a uh, intercut with them after they're done singing. So like you actually get to see like di- no dialogue, but you get to see Troy and Gabriella like laughing and having a good time together, like at the party, rather than uh, 
you know, they sing together for like three minutes and all we see is them sing. And then we have a short conversation where they say, hey, so have you ever sang before? No, me neither. All right, New Year's. And then they part ways. Whereas if we had like, you know, the musical number was set to uh, them actually starting a relationship, it's actually watching the start of something new. That? Okay. Hey, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Because I just don't like that the first time that they actually like feel like they could be a couple happens about 50 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, we sang together twice and like kind of know each other. Whereas if they like actually spent, you know, a rom-com <laughs> fun night together and then they think they're never going to see each other again, then they get to school and it's like, wow, I actually have these feelings for you that have been developing. So it's like Greece, you know? It's like they Greece. spend a summer together. Boom. <laughs> I mean, that's the opening scene did make me immediately think of Greece because I'm like, oh wow, I see where we're going here. I'm like, who's gonna get pregnant? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's actually happening in the background. It's yeah. one of the background actors. <laughs> There's a whole story going on there. Oh man, oh man. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think that's a cool idea. Um, that is very a subtle idea because we are seeing something new happening. And yeah, I do. I like that, and I would want. I would definitely want more focus on Troy and Gabriella's relationship because they. They have a few cute moments, actually. We skipped over a part where they, where Gabriella kind of walks in on Troy doing, like, a solo practice. And, you know, they have a cute moment together where she's like, ooh, I'm going to steal the basketball and I'm going to shoot it. And then they, like, play, you know, but then Coach walks in and is like, hey, get off my court. <laughs> but we didn't need to say that because we know how Coach feels about it. Yeah. There's just so many repetitive scenes that, like, you could replace those with, like, finding out new information about these characters while they, like, learn new stuff about each other. What would you be... What would you suggest we find out about these people? What do we need to know? Like, does I, Chad have something that he wants to do and doesn't feel comfortable doing? No, or? Chad still needs to be this one... Kind of the one-dimensional guy. Uh-huh. Where he's actually the guy that, like, doesn't have anything else except basketball. And that's why he wants Troy to be with him. Because if Chad doesn't have anything else and Troy's the one leading the team, then who is Chad? Okay. But we don't have to go that deep and have have an existential crisis about it because it's it's still Disney Channel, right? But I do think uh, showing having Gabriella talk more about what her life was like before this, okay, rather than just being like, oh, you know, I'm the I'm the smart girl who just can't whose mom moves around a lot. It would be nice if she like was more. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like she, we found out more about her than just that she's smart. Mm-hmm. Like, if we found out that she, you know, likes, uh, uh, that she actually misses, like, being, she, I think she's from San Diego, like, her last place, and she's like, actually, I really didn't want to come to Albuquerque, I really miss San Diego, and, like, you know, Troy, whatever, like, is like, here, I, I got, like, you know, I had the finest takeout from San Diego, like, flown in or whatever. Oh, God. You know, so it's, I, it's a shitty, it's a shitty idea leading to, like, what I want it to be. Okay. Like, I would just want to see the two of them interact more, because they're, like, supposed to be, like, a new power couple, but they really just seem like friends the whole time. Uh, yes, they, you're right. They do need to do something to a point where we're like, oh, we're, they are a couple now, and, like, yeah. a quick date night or something here yeah. or there. We could have this like romantic and like friendship love at the same time and it's it just kind of jumps from it just shows that they are friends but it doesn't show them develop too much romantically yeah no i i actually like the idea a lot of them like trying to like maybe maybe troy does like a a redo of san diego where he's like look uh here's here's some sand from 
somewhere, and yeah, I don't know. They like go to like a like or like a kiddie pool somewhere. And yeah, like, here's like the beach. Like you love that. Yeah, she could even just be like, actually, we live twenty miles in from the beach, but that's okay. Yeah, and then maybe they, he goes to a petting zoo. And he's like, isn't it like the, the San Diego Zoo? Yeah, and and that doesn't even have to be a long scene. That could easily be like a two or three minute scene. Yeah, it doesn't add much t- like runtime to it because it's already like ninety minute movie. Yeah, I definitely think there's stuff in the movie that helps us like root for them, but they should have a bit more like connection together where they're like oh they, they really like each other we're only told that they should be together because everyone tells them that they shouldn't be together yeah i want to see them be together no that's that's a very fair good idea i would yes. say one thing that i have wanted since i was like nine is i want mrs darvis the drama teacher to not be the straight laced drama teacher okay because her her big fight with the coach is that they're two, these two like buttoned up like play by the rules like I love sports I love theater I want her to be like the flowy like hippie drama teacher okay like so that she's like I need to do things the free way let them let them be who they are because I don't like that she keeps yelling at Troy and Gabriella for being late it's like (laughs) don't it's such a lazy way to hold them back from like achieving their goals Uh it'd be so much better if because they have obstacles everywhere else why not have Miss Darvis be the one person on their side and just be like, listen, I want I want them to to participate and be part of my and be part of my crew, which is also part of why she brings them into detention. Where she's like, I need more people to be in the drama club. Like I really I really care about this thing, and it would be much. I feel like that'd be more effective if she was like a like a free spirit and is just like be like do whatever you want to do, like live your best life. I just want you guys to give us a chance. Okay, I. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't change the story much. It would just change her interactions with the characters. I I do like her as a bigger like hater of sports and everything because it makes it more of a like a line in the sand like these yeah. two divisions. Like no, you can't be both. Like no, this is my what I think life is like, and I think theater is life, and mm-hmm. blah 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 Ball's blah. Life. blah. Theater is life. Ball is life, bro. It's not a big thing to go with. It's just something that I've always thought would be an interesting change. Uh-huh. Because it feels like a lot of the characters are just are a lot the same. And I want to see more differentiation between them. Uh, one thing I sort of want to talk about is I really want to see Troy be more, like, have... I want him to be in sort of a lower class i guess in general mm-hmm. and because we see his life like his house and everything like damn that's a nice ass house that's also another thing i want to bring up how does a coach yeah afford a house <laughs> like that i assume it's probably his mom for yeah. whatever job she has but like they have like two basketball courts and it's a, like a mansion like house oh my god it's huge and i want so i want him to be like a little more in poverty i guess and I want his dad to be like, hey, like, it's fine if you want to sing and everything, but we need you to focus on basketball for colleges because if you focus on the singing thing, like, it doesn't pay. Like, you can't get a scholarship for that. And Plot twist in High School Musical 3, there is a scholarship for that. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, that's the whole thing where it's like that's what they're fighting for is to get, like, the uh, full ride to Juilliard. Oh, okay. Which... Uh, but I do, I do like the way that that you describe it because it, it would be cool to because his dad is honestly pretty cool for most of it. He's just like, I just want what's best for you. Yeah. And it's not one of those things where it's like, no, dad, this was your dream, not mine. Yeah. The dad's pretty cool. He's like, no, I had my time. Like, 
but I want you to play basketball. Like, do what you want to do. Yeah, no, the dad does just, it does come off what you were saying earlier more where he's like, oh, you only need to do something if you're good at it. If you suck, don't even try. Yeah. And I want it more to be like, Troy, you can do this, but, you know, your opportunities in your life long term are going to be affected by this decision. Like, you could go to Columbia or Stanford for basketball, but you could go to a lesser school for, you know, singing and I want the best for you, son, and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) No, I I think that's I think that's good. It would be good to have supportive dad. Yeah. Uh, Well, like concerned dad. Concerned dad. Right. Concerned coach. This is this is going to be the biggest uh, the biggest change to all of High School Musical lore. Okay, I think it's very important. It's all in his head, right? That's right. It's all a dream. <laughs> so the whole comp- the main competition is between Troy and Gabriella and Sharpay and Ryan, right. competing for this spot in the musical. From the information we gather from the show or from the movie, Sharpay has been the lead in every single show since she was in kindergarten. She's worked her ass off, like hardcore and even though she's like annoying and like you know expects a lot she's done more than anybody else and her brother also has like done so much the two of them have like worked super hard and these two nobodies (laughs) this basketball jerk and this girl who's no one's ever seen before show up from out of nowhere and just are like we want these parts and they're, but then they're also like we don't really want these parts because they're you know not what we want they're like gonna ruin our, our friends lives and they come from out of nowhere, and they show up, and they just sing. And they don't have any training. They have two weeks of practice. <laughs> yeah. And they steal these parts. I feel like, I mean, Troy and Gabriella aren't the villains necessarily, but it kind of just goes to show kids. It's like, it doesn't matter how hard you work. Just be more talented than someone else. I, the way that I would change that so that that lesson isn't as, like, harsh is I kind of want Sharpay and Ryan to be bad. Like, not bad. Like, just not as good as they think they are. Okay. Like, they, they've been in all the musicals, and they're only, like, as good as they are because they just act like the stars. And <laughs> That'd so be just funny. Like, they're just like, whatever, we're, like, in charge, and Miss Darby's is just like, yeah, no one else is really that good. Like, at least they can hold a note, and, like, whatever. So, like, during their audition for, like, Bob to the Top, uh-huh. they, uh, they're, like doing like just these over like over choreographed movements and it's like they still sing well but it's just like ridiculous dancing and just doesn't work out as well as they think and that way that way when Troy and Gabriella show up and they just are naturally talented and it's like oh oh I guess we actually need to put in some some real hard work if we want to be the leads in this show like that's what Sharpay and Ryan think it's like I guess we've kind of just been coasting this whole time because we expected of ourselves and again, it's not the overt lesson. That's just like a background theme. Right. It's just a thing that's always annoyed me. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that does make sense. Yeah. They have worked very hard for it. And we do sort of just gloss over that, like, yeah, man, their whole thing, their whole identity gets taken away. Because it's not like, oh, Sharpay, you could be a cheerleader or Ryan, yeah. Yeah. you could be a fashion the two, designer. The two of them don't go try and do other things. They're yeah. stuck in their thing, too. <laughs> they don't find their other, their other groups. So they, they've, they kind of lost their thing. So that's that's what I think would be the the ideal solution is just a few quick moments where they do their auditions where they're just like shitty dancers and like they overact. Uh, yeah, that I like that a lot. I <laughs> it does sort of change stuff for the rest of the series, but you know yeah. that's not something we should think about right now. No. Well, I think that could easily be fixed in like High School Musical two or three. 
where one of the, where there's just one line where they're like, yeah, I went to this intensive boot camp for musical theater over the summer when I realized that I wasn't, that you guys could easily take these parts for me. Do you think that sort of undercuts the message, though? What? Or, like, that they, uh, I guess they're still working hard. No, that, that means they work even harder, that, like, they realize yeah. that they need to do more. And, because Troy and Gabriella still never go to a class or do a lesson or, like, do a whole lot more. They're just good. Okay, yeah, I like and that. we're supposed to like them because they're the protagonists. Yeah, that's true. So that's that's just my thing. Again, the same way that I hate Greece is I want this to be a better life lesson. So for Gabriella, like, she has this huge secret, you know, and it's like, oh, what is it? And it's like, oh, I'm really smart. That seems very, like, outdated 80s yeah. cheese ball stuff. It would be if she was, like, smart and then rubbed everyone's faces in it or, like, or was, had something weird that goes along with her being smart. Well, so I want to sort of change the smart thing in general. Oh. Like, is there a something she could be hiding more about it? It could just be the word kookiness. Like, maybe she has to hum every time when she's thinking, like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> I don't know. I'm don't trying know. to think. I, she eats uh, fucking hand sanitizer or something, you know? She eats hand sanitizer. What weird hand sanitizer. No, I do. I think it would be good to either exaggerate her intelligence uh-huh. or make it something that's actually weird okay. or, or that it's a school that actually looks down on people who are smart like because it would be one thing to be like we don't take kind to your smart people here well it's like it's almost like it's a school where they don't have AP classes and okay. they hate her because she's smart Oh, and so she's, like, a lot smarter than the teachers by a lot. Yeah. Like, it's not just like, hey, you put a four when you're supposed to put an eight. Yeah, where it's, where it's like she definitely would be an outcast. Like, she's just so much different than everyone else. Okay. Because when you see, like, there, there are other people like her, like Taylor and the rest of the Smarties, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, and there's that the whole table of people who do homework during Stick to the Status Quo. Like, if there's, it's, that's, that's the way I can keep it if, she want, if they want to keep her as a smart girl. And then there's, like, this secret club of people who are also smart, which is where Taylor and, like, her group go, like, to hang out. <laughs> we go in the back alley to go do some really homework, some AP homework, you know. Just Don't keep it on the DL, though. Don't tell the, the teachers. Some equations. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that could work a bit more, yeah. I mean, if we're operating in this, in this world where baking and playing basketball are two things that can't go together, I think you could have... A secret society of people who are who are geniuses. Okay, uh, the Illuminati versus homework. Like, yeah, we we take all the AP classes with online. We're already taking college classes as juniors. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess that works a bit better then for yeah. that. I I would just also want to see a world in which. Similar to how I try and want to fix other things, I want to see the two extremes. Uh-huh. I would want the movie, if it wants to be more of a comedy, I want them to really exaggerate how much people hate people being different okay. in this world, where it's like, during Stick to the Status Quo, they're like, guy who wants to bake, they just like literally get in his face and yell at him. It's like, no, no. And they just like take his pies and just throw them at like other people across the room. And, like, go to that extreme. Okay. Or take it so, like, not seriously, where it's like, you can't be, like, this other person. And Troy just, like, looks over at him and is like, actually, I'm just going to, I'm just kind of going to go do it. And then he walks away and they're like, oh, my God. 
he's gonna go do it. Is that legal? Is that like, like yeah, like I just want to see like uh, like the like a, like an like an airplane version of it. Like, okay. Just, like exaggerated, where it's just like, what happens if like the, we we all know this world is ridiculous. Why not see how ridiculous we can go? Not as an actual fix. I just want to see a movie like that. I would be very interested to see that too. To be honest. Do you think there's another way we can separate Troy and Gabriella besides having their friends manipulate the shit out of them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ugh, I'm trying to think. Because there's mean, ways to do that, but... I mean, there's ways to do it. I would just want it to be a way that's organic. Because, like, the way that I can think of is, like, Troy feels insecure because, like, Gabrielle is so much smarter than him. And, like, it would almost be interesting if one of them is actually a better singer than the other. And Troy's like, she's so much smarter than me, and she can sing better than me. I'll, like, hold her back. Well, what if what I was saying earlier with the dad being like, you got to play basketball or do one, and then maybe he gets a little jealous of Gabriella because it's like, you, you're you so smart, you can get into anywhere, and you can do this too. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, I need to focus on ball because it's life. Ball is life. <laughs> and that's sort of where it, the division comes from. Because mm-hmm. then at least at that point, it's more like... I understand both sides. True. I think I think the friends could still be telling them to stop seeing each other. Uh-huh. And the, but then the breaking point is their internal drama, where he where he's like, "I'm not ever going to get into college, and you'll be fine." And you know, I I have nothing except this. I think I think that could work. Yeah. I think just once once you build up all the things, and those aren't the things that tear them apart; it's each other. I think that could be an interesting take on it. Yeah. Uh, what makes them come back together? Then you think. Uh, what makes them come back together is uh, uh, Troy realizes that he doesn't need to get into college to be happy. No. Uh, uh, I'll work at the gas station. It's okay. I mean, honestly, that would be a good critique on on, uh, on people being like, you need a college education to do everything. Uh, I mean, I feel I, like that's sort of a downer ending. Yes, it is. We see uh, Troy singing himself like, filling up the cars. Yeah. I think, I think it would be, I think it'd be really like, it would just be simple where they both end up just going to the callback anyway. Uh-huh. And they're both just like, I was hoping you would show up. And he's like, you know, it, it could even be like a bittersweet ending where he's like, I don't know what the future will hold, but, like, I like doing this right now. Okay. Where he's like, I don't know if I'm smart enough to get into college or if I'm good enough at basketball to get a scholarship, but I know I like this, and I know I like basketball, and I know I like you. Aww. So, yeah, it, it would be a little out of the blue kind of thing, but I do think that's a, a, that'd be a good way to get them back together in that scenario. Okay. Yeah, I like that, too. Uh, is there anything else you would want to tackle? Uh, not really. I mean, how do we fix High School Musical 2 and 3 now? Um, we turns out that um, Troy's dad is actually Walter White, and that um, we find out that <laughs> Jamie Lannister and Cersei are uh, Sharpay and Ryan's dad parents. Wow. And, yeah. I think I think you cracked the code here. I did, dude. Give me my Emmy, uh, Oscar, oh. and Tony at the same time. Also, this this uh, thing did win two Emmys: one for best children's series and for best choreography. Oh my god, really? Which is is these, are these daytime Emmys or no, these are primetime Emmys? Oh my god, uh, which is also interesting because it was nominated for best directing. No, like, and not best directing for a children's series. Best directing for any TV movie or miniseries. No. Like no, what was it nominated with? Uh, that's what I'm going to try and find out right now. Because like 
I get it winning Best Children's Series. Yeah. It was such a phenomenon. And Best Choreography, because, like, it's pretty decent choreography. I, the directing, I didn't, there wasn't anything super impressive with it. I mean, the no. dance numbers are good, but I wasn't, like, watching it and being like, wow, yeah, that opening shot of the lodge was, wow, that really encapsulates what we're all feeling because it's cold right now. And they're cold with each other because they don't know, they, they're not abroad, they're not being uplifted and happy. That's not what the director was going for. Uh the nominees for Outstanding Directing for a Miniseries Movie or Dramatic Special of 2006. Tom Hooper for Elizabeth I. Tom Hooper as the director of The King's Speech. Academy Award winner Tom Hooper. <laughs> then Justin Chadwick for Bleak House on PBS. Peter Markle for Flight 93 as in the 9-11 movie. <laughs> Phyllis, Phyllis Nagy for Mrs. Harris, which I assume is like, you know, a... Uh, uh, a a period piece. Uh, David Yates, director of all the Harry Potter movies, for The Girl in the Cafe, and Kenny Ortega for High School Musical. What the hell? I want to know. I want to know what it was like to announce the, the category for directing, and you've got Kenny Ortega for High School Musical, and you've got Peter Margle for the 9/11 movie. <laughs> That's, uh, that is true. That is true. Yep. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Uh, luckily, it was not nominated for Best Writing, so we don't have to worry about that. Oh, God. I would have so many questions of, in life if that was nominated for Writing. Yep. So that's that's what that was. Uh, I'm glad I could share that all with everybody. Yeah, no, that was a good little fun fact there. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what are any, any final thoughts on High School Musical as a whole? No, it was a. Uh, I'm glad I finally sat down and watched this. It uh, it opened my eyes, and uh, you know, it was it was fun. It it's, was a good time. It's fun, and it's it's so harmless. Like, yeah. show it to your kids. It's 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 a fun time overall. Like, you get as long as the kids know that this isn't realism, and it's just it's just fun for fantasy's sake. It's a good time. Every, yeah. Everyone can have a good time, and you learn a little bit out of it. Nope, I, I completely agree. And it's something that's, like, in, in the cultural lexicon. You can't not, like, have experienced this at some point. I, I agree with you on that. That it, it is something you just got to watch. You know, you got to experience it and have a good time. Exactly. Well, uh, thank you for joining <laughs> us. We had a great time on the show. Yeah, we did. It was a good one. If you want to find our newest content, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and make sure to subscribe to Please the iTunes. on all the things, iTunes and Podbean and many things. Leave five <laughs> stars down below. Please, we need them to keep on going to make these podcasts. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. This one was a fun one. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, subscribe. We'll have a new episode next week. So long. Hashtag Troy and Gabriella with villains. Oh, hashtag so true. Hashtag uh, release it. Sorry, this was 2006. They didn't have hashtags. Ah, yikes. Oh, well. Bye. <laughs> Bye.